Welcome to the On My Way podcast. I'm your host, Pernell Bills. And on today's episode, I have a very special guest for you guys today. This guy is a long friend from University of West Florida in Pensacola, Florida. He has started his own marketing agency called Team U Marketing Agency. And it's based out of Seattle, Washington. And the guy I'm having on is the CEO, Louis Newkirk. And I, I'm, I'm letting you guys know this is one of the individuals who inspired me throughout college to keep going. He may not have known it, but definitely was a guy I would watch and see and see how he moved. Because, again, to me, he's a bright individual at the same time, like he was move, like he's moving the right way. And there's always somebody that you would, you would look at and be like, I, I got to get like that. And so, um, Louis, how you doing? My man, Cornell, baby. Oh, I appreciate you having me on. It's been what six, six years, six or seven, six seven years since I've been back in the area and seen y'all boys, man. It's been a lot has happened in that time. Uh, I mean, as long as there's, you know some good things that then have happened since that time and some growth. I'm actually uh, currently based in Atlanta. All right now. <laughs> Just a little, just a little, you know, dive out into the into into the real world to see what's out there. Can can stay in college forever, <laughs> right? right? We ain't we ain't kids no more. <laughs> definitely, definitely. <laughs> um, so you know, you're from Pensacola, Florida, correct? And I I kind of you know, I kind of heard your story. Um, I asked you that before. I think it's right before you left um, and moved from Pensacola. I asked you a question about, you know, you moved, actually, no, you moved to Seattle, and I think you came back to visit, and I ran into you, and I asked you the question, and I asked you, like, what made you do it? Like, what made you leave, right, and just pick up your bags and go, and you said that you just, you just, you just did it. And yeah. so, um, like, again, for those who don't know, like, how did you get to that point? Like how like how did this all come together? Again, like to move to Seattle, like there had to be a starting point <laughs> to get to that point, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, so I graduated from the University of West Florida back in 2014 and just kind of stayed around Pensacola area for a bit. Just trying to like, you know, first and foremost get a job, but secondarily just kind of find my way in the world. Mm. Um opportunities and things weren't shaking out in Pensacola and so I ended up heading back home to kick it with my family for a little bit as we were going through some health issues and coming out the end of those um end of that time around 2016 that summer uh you know I've been steady praying and steady just asking the Lord for guidance and there's a couple of job opportunities that have presented themselves out in Seattle New York Tampa and I was just like, all right, uh, wherever God tells me to go is where I'm going to go. So one of the job opportunities in Seattle came up. So I flew out, uh, told my boss, like, hey, I'm going to go fly out for this interview. Uh, so flew out to Seattle. Absolutely hated the job that I interviewed for. <laughs> um, like the, the interviewing manager, the hiring manager, it's terrible. Um, the actual work that I'd be doing was nothing related to the degree I had. And it's just like, nah, this ain't it. But just being out here in Seattle, in the area, um, 
just kind of sightseeing, getting out into nature and just kind of communing, um, you know, communicating with God more. Um, I kind of, I kind of really felt him speak and say, Hey, if you move out here, I'll make things happen. I'll make things work for you. And so I was just like, all right, let's, let's put some, let's put faith in him. And so I went home. This was around April. I went home and told my boss, I was like, Hey, I'm going to stay here another month and then I'm going to quit and I'm going to move to Seattle. He's like, you got a job lined up? I'm like, I don't. He's like, you know anybody out there? I don't. But, um, you know, where the Lord calls you to go is where you're supposed to go. So, so you took, came. So it was more like, you know, walk by faith, not by sight. You just exactly. got to trust it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, had, I honestly never felt so um, sure about a decision um, than when I came to terms with the fact that I was doing this. Um, I got set up, you know, set up a, a few nights just praying on it after I talked to my parents about it because they were, they were concerned about my health and my safety. They're like, you don't know nobody in Seattle. You know, <laughs> there ain't a lot of black people out there in Seattle. Like, that's that's typically the, the thing that they, they shoot at you first. I know when I went to college, my, my mom and my dad said the same exact words to me. <laughs> <laughs> It's just, I mean, it, it matters. You like, you, you, you gotta be, you gotta be in a place where you're with your people. I yeah. think that's the best way to put it. Um, but I, I just kept telling her, I kept convincing her, like, mom, trust me, it's gonna, it's gonna be all right. You know, God got me, and I, and I'm gonna be okay. And so I packed up my bags, um, packed up everything in my car, and I drove from Florida to Seattle in about a week after stopping in and saying, Hey, what's up to people like throughout the country. Wow. So did you take the long way? You took the short way. Well, I guess there's no, there's no real short way to get to Seattle. <laughs> I, I, I'm acting like it's up the street. Uh, I have a map on my wall right now. I'm, I'm looking at it. I'm like, there's, there's no, there's no, there's no, <laughs> there's no shortcut to get there. So which route did you take? Did you take like the going the Texas route or did you move like go North and then, Hang a left. Yeah, yeah. So actually, I went north and hung a left. Um, I stopped in um, to see a couple of old friends from college and uh, people I had met while I was interning back in DC. Mm-hmm. I stopped up, stopped up in Tennessee for a bit. Stopped up in St. Louis, as well as Montana and Arkansas. So kind of, kind of navigated my way northbound first, mm-hmm. and then hit. Hit that middle patch of the country where there's nothing but cows and tumbleweed, um, and then kind of kept traversing until eventually I got to the north side, uh, the northern regions of the country, up in there in like South Dakota, Idaho, in that region like that, and then eventually got into Montana and kicked it with a friend up there for a couple of days before finally making it over to Seattle. So, was there any, uh, you know, when you got to Seattle, like, was there any point where you got there and kind of was like okay so what do we do next yeah (laughs) (laughs) so initially when i first get out here if i'm gonna be like 100 percent honest and we don't talk entrepreneurship journeys um first things i did when i got out here was i took a i took a rest i honestly was just like i'm exhausted mentally kind of emotionally with you know saying goodbyes and trying to just figure you know one like finally being out and venturing out on my own independently kind of took a break and took a rest. And for me, thankfully, it was uh, still during NBA Finals. It was still during NBA Finals. <laughs> had something to watch. I had something to watch, you know. 
So I took I took a few days to just kind of collect myself, um, like just in a hotel room. And I was like, all right, uh, time to get to grind and time to figure it out. And this was this was where uh, like the difficult part of you know taking chances on yourself kind mm-hmm. of reared reared its ugly head because I I moved out here into Seattle in June of two June of two thousand sixteen and didn't eventually find a job until September of that year. So I was, that was a good three months, like that whole summer of just applying to jobs, interviewing, getting rejected, um, getting screened out by the algorithms, mm-hmm. um, you know, continual networking events, continuing network opportunities, just knocking on doors and continuing to get them shut, shut closed in my face. So that was a good three months where I was just kind of just like down on myself and in the dumps. Just was like, do I really have what it takes to kind of make this thing work? You know, because mm-hmm. it's a it's a risk when you take a shot. They take a shot for yourself and try to you know bet on you and your own capabilities. Yeah. And so, like numerous numerous nights of not sleeping and continuing thousands of jobs applied to, and just continual daily prayers just to try to you know try to find and maintain the strength to keep pushing forward but eventually that september i did find a job uh in my field that i was trying to do um because coming out of college i'd already knew long term that i wanted to create my own digital marketing uh my own marketing consulting firm i knew that was what i wanted to do in the long term but i just needed to figure out the steps and have the additional information on how to get to that point so that's eventually where I landed in my first role, um, working in marketing research. So when you started doing those, like those applications, right. And you know, that first month goes by and that second month goes by, is there at, at that point when the, you know, you went two months and you're trying to figure it out and you know, you're applying jobs and the, the nose are piling up or whatnot. Was there any point where you kind of like, should I apply to anything outside my field or like, was there just like, you know what, let me stay headstrong and go into the field that I'm trying to get into, and no matter what it takes, I'm going to get there? Um, uh, I think the best way to answer that was I'm a little, st- I'm, I'm, st- I'm a stubborn individual. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. I won't call, okay, stubborn is the wrong word. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a determined individual to have the things that I want it, out of life. Mm-hmm. And one of the things, and the thing that I wanted out of life and like, what I've confided both into myself, into like my, my peer group around me and into my, and into, to obviously into God, which is like, I want to be in this field doing this kind of work to help, you know, like certain people. And so I was just continuing day in, day out to apply to those kinds of jobs. But on the back end, I knew it. I, I had experience in hospitality as majority of people who live in Florida do. Um, <laughs> it's our specialty. <laughs> It's our specialty out there, you know? Um, so I had some background in hospitality. So I, it came down to if, if I'm ever at a point where, you know, all my credit cards are maxed out, my savings is, is on zero and I can't pay rent, I have no problem hopping over to Starbucks and getting a job or, you know, going to a hotel and trying to find any kind of work. Um, you, know, you, were never, to you were never too big to, you were never too big or too like, you know, I'm X, Y, and Z or I have you know, a degree or such and, uh, such and such in this field, I'm never too big to go take a step to go, you know, do a job that requires me to, you know, 
maybe serve a drink or, or you know, mm-hmm. do fast food because, again, I have a dream and I have a goal and I'm going to pursue my goal. But if I have to take a side, you know, side gig or a side job, I'm willing to do it because I'm trying to fund the life that I want. Exactly, exactly. Like, I, I, I had Uber pulled up on, like, the, the like Uber driver, like, resume and everything pulled up on my app just ready to go for uber like if i ever needed if i ever was like hey i need the money i gotta make it i gotta make it happen so hmm okay so it and it, it, you know it sounds like you know when you got that 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 first opportunity you, you know um with the interview that you had you know it was kind of like you know let me be very uh not say picky but let me know what my parameters are. Like, let me, you know, let me tell myself, this is what we're going for. This is what we're looking for and not settle just because an offer's on the table. And it sounds like you did the, the due diligence to go, to go through it and go through those no's and to, to have those moments where you have to collect yourself and continue to have that strength, have those moments with, with God as well. When you're having these moments and those, you know, those alone times, right? Was there any self-doubt that ever crept in during those moments? Oh, yeah, definitely uh, a a strong case of imposter syndrome. Um, As I I kind of began this embarkment on my my journey in general in the workforce, Mm -hmm. and then subsequently as, you know, I continue my journey now as an entrepreneur, uh, you're always kind of met with that kind of those lingering questions that, you have in the back of your mind, it's like, oh, am I good enough? Am I am I really an expert in this field or in this subject? Uh, do these people really need me? Or even that is like, is this what I want to be doing, or is this what I should be doing? You know, mm-hmm. that, that kind of that kind of creeping reminder that, you know, oh, you know, they could just go with somebody else and get to get have them do the work uh, because you know, you know, they've won X and X Y Z award or they've been, you know, thirty years professionals and things like that so yeah it was definitely while I, while I was in my kind of just like within myself kind of down and out about where I was uh it was it was nice to remind myself and to remember that everybody starts somewhere and I, I think that's something that a lot of people forget is that you know there was there's literally a day in your life where you didn't know how to use a spoon to eat but but now you know we're, we're pretty much we're experts at use, utilizing, you know, utensils for, for, for dining. And I mean, that's kind of how, that's kind of how it goes. You know, once you, once you learn how to ride a bike, you get, you know, it just, you just keep doing it over and, you, and over again. You never really forget how to ride a bike, you know, after you, after yeah. you got it, you know, uh, and what you're saying, you know, with that being said, I can, I can definitely attest to that is that, you know, we forget that the little things that we consider little now were at one point big obstacles that we, that we conquered, you know, and I think the, the difference between, between conquering those, those things that we consider small that were big at one point is that when we conquered those big things to us at the time period, like being able to ride a bike or eat with a spoon utensils and not spill something on yourself. Right. I think, mm-hmm. I think the difference is, is that there's, there's no cheering section section behind us, you know? And yeah. I think as a kid, you know, as soon as you do something good, it's like, you know, it's almost as if you went and won a Super Bowl. Everybody's cheering. <laughs> oh my God. Like you, you stand up on your own two feet. Oh my 
oh my lord, I can't believe he mm-hmm. think he grown. You know, like you get though you get those cheers and you you know you make you know you smile you know and you're the you're the apple of everybody's eye, and yeah. I think you know when it comes to entrepreneurship uh, you know there is a point in time where you have to get comfortable being your own cheering section and you know being able to fuel your own self you know to to push forward and find moments uh, to to kind of like uh, be grateful for right find gratitude in certain things. Um, what was those, some of those things for you that you like in your journey in those times of, you know, you, you, you speaking with God and things like that? Like, at where, like, what was those moments for you where you kind of like, I'm grateful? Yeah, uh, I definitely would say in those moments, I, I found that I was grateful for the people I had around me. Uh, I had a pretty I had a pretty good core support system at the time um, from friends back home. Like in Florida to family to I, I had was God, God blessed me with putting the right people in my surroundings at the right time when I needed them um, here in my life in Seattle. Uh, so I was definitely, you know, grateful for that. And it kind of just as, as a direct example, I remember um, I was feeling like super down on myself and kind of just like, no, nah, I don't think I'm you know, good enough for this at a point where I hadn't, like I had this job application pulled up for Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had it like pulled up and just sit on my desktop literally for weeks. And I was like, there, there's no way I can get into Microsoft. Like, there's no way. Uh, so I don't even know why I'm applying. I, like, what's the point? It's, it's, a waste, it's, a waste of th- it's a waste of 30 minutes of my time. I could just be applying or doing something else. And so it sat on my desktop for just weeks and just kind of like essentially taunted me. And eventually I just got over myself and I was like, Hey, worst thing they do is they just tell you no, or, you know, and once I, once I like really felt that and understood it, I went, you know, went ahead and applied for the job and everything like that. And I was just like, this wave of just rushing excitement came over me. It's like, but I just really applied for a job at Microsoft, whether or not <laughs> I, whether, like, whether or not I get it, it's just, I, I did that, you know? And so I was like, now keep doing it, do it again. And, you know, just keep, Keep, keep asking God to put bigger and to keep asking God for more. And like, he'll, he'll, he'll get you there. He'll get, he'll find, you'll find the strength or he'll find the direction that you should be taking to get to that kind of point. And that's kind of how, where I was. So now that you have this, this job, what, 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 what job was it that you actually, uh, your first job out there in Seattle? Yeah. So my first job actually in Seattle was as a market research analyst mm-hmm. for, for, uh, I don't know if I can name names on here. Uh, I'm sure I can. <laughs> you can if you nah. want to. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, yeah, it was it was for uh, Cantar Media Group. It was uh, a larger market research firm. Um, they're 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 based overseas. I think it's in like Germany, but um, they had a, a branch office out here in Seattle, and I managed to land a job with them, working with them in their. Um, research analytics department for media so tv shows movies that that kind of stuff and essentially um for those who unsure what market research analysts do uh we specialize in you know analyzing data in this instance consumer insights so um quantitative and qualitative research based on you know who's playing what video games who's watching what tv shows what demographics um 
you know, all the things about consumers so that we can give that information and best help companies make informed decisions uh, from their sales department. Gotcha. So now let's dive, dive into time you marketing agency. So what led you to entrepreneurship? So uh, prior to, uh, I was like, so back in our, back in our college days, uh, one of, one of my big things, um, I'm, you may be able to remember this, you may not be, but I know we use back in, back in C100, one of the things we like to ask everybody is like, oh, like what you want to do after college and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And for me, I had always been set on, well, I want to be an entrepreneur. Like I want to own two businesses. I want to own a barber shop. And I was like real big on that. And then I also wanted to own like a marketing consulting, uh, a kind of marketing consulting firm. And so like ever since, and that was like, that been my goal, been my dream. It's like, I'm going to do these things in life. And then that's going to help pave the way to do other things that I want to do. And so coming out of, obviously coming out of college, I was like, all right, find a job and figure out the things you need to know in order to start up a marketing firm. And so that's, one of the first reasons why I started in market research was because, all right, this is, you know, gives me the skill set to be able to help my future clients with their marketing decisions. You know, everything's customer centric and based on, you know, who consumes your product and how they consume your product. And then subsequently, you know, how do you get information about your product out in front of people? So that's why I started working in market research. Coming out of that role, uh, I specifically went into marketing consulting with a consulting firm here in Seattle, where eventually I did start working with Microsoft um, and helping them on their digital marketing front wow. as far as customer. As far, yeah, as far, yeah, so that was, I was blessed, you know, I, I was blessed to be able to actually work uh, on Microsoft projects and subsequently help them on their digital marketing and the digital acquisition side of things from both the back end as well as the front end. So, you know, from a user experience, a user interface, as well as um, helping their internal sales team with their dedicated proposals, pitching, and all those kinds of things, and sales materials and stuff like that. So, kind of gave me that bigger picture Fortune, you know, Fortune 100 company type of mentality, where I was like, okay, nothing, nothing's really too small for you. To, nothing's really too big for you to do. You know. Mm -hmm. Like you can really do whatever it is you're trying to do, whatever you want to do. And so coming out of taking those skills and everything, um, the pandemic happened uh, around 2020. And I had been doing, you know, side jobs and, you know, doing work on Fiverr, or Upwork and things like that. You know, just kind of try to stay fresh and try to stay more customer centric. So that way, when I do decide to step out and do my own thing, uh, you know, I'm not just just a newbie out here. Yeah, I got you. And so, uh, pandemic happened, and January of 2020, I had, like, legally filed everything for my business and, you know, was doing everything to get Timu, like, off the ground and everything like that from a legal entity perspective. But when, the, when, the, when basically the world shut down in March, uh, I had to pivot and kind of reevaluate how I wanted to go about doing things for the future. So when when the pandemic you know officially happened and and jumped out on you, and you had to reevaluate as a 
what what are some of those things that you kind of like reevaluated? Was it like, you know, do I want to do this now, or was it kind of like like do I want to go all in on this now, or was it kind of like can I should I delay it some time? Like, were those like some of those things that you were considering? Yeah, the, that first one you said, should I do it now? Like, uh, that was the main thing that I was reconsidering. Um, and I ended up just kind of keeping uh, Timu as like a side project to uh, my dedicated salary job that I was still working. Like at, the, at the time, I was working, doing consulting for Microsoft, as well as on the side, like doing my own consulting and things like that. Um, so kind of kind of juggling multiple projects at the same time but for different stakeholders and different people uh, which got to be a lot but it gave me the ability and you know like the opportunity to work on my you know time management as well as project management skills and then first the next thing that I first thought of was like what do I do about from a financial perspective you know mm-hmm. uh, the goals are you know the bills the pandemic might have happened but the bills, bills still got to be paid <laughs> Bills still got to get paid. Um, and so that was kind of where my, my focus was on. It's like, all right, how do I ensure that, you know, I, I maintain enough money to keep the current life that I have, as well as try to stow away a little bit and keep continually investing. So that way, when I do decide to step out on my own, um, that opportunity is available for me. Hmm. So, um, you know, I, Took a took a peek at your website and whatnot, and uh, you had the opportunity to work with like Costco, Under Armour, and uh, Main Street Properties. Like, how was that? Like, getting them as like your uh, like first companies to kind of dive into, or the ones that were listed on the on your website. Yeah, yeah. Um, though they were, they're all different. I think that's the main. <laughs> Obviously, we can tell like you know Costco. Microsoft, those are obviously two much massive larger companies, man. Like massive Fortune 100 companies, you know, X billions of dollars to them. But um, we take a look at something, a uh, company small like Main Street Properties, and, you know, uh, what they need and what they desire is entirely different. And so being able to just kind of like balance both sides of the scale with helping smaller companies as well as larger companies has been something that um, I continue to grow at. So how- Hello? Hey, Eric, can you hear me? Yeah, I, I, I hear you. Ooh. Okay, perfect, perfect. Gotcha. Um, so... How like how do you keep how do you keep up with the ever changing landscape of like of marketing? How like the 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 new aspects of it that comes in, the new technology, uh, the different generations that are that are in it. Like how do you keep up with that? Like how do you stay ahead of the game? That's honestly been one of the one of the things that I've learned. Kind of. Is very difficult. I think it's the best, the quickest answer to say. It's 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 difficult, um, especially from a generational perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm sure you can you can agree with me on this one. But the things we learned in college, you know, six five six years ago, uh, most of it's kind of obsolete obsolete at this point. Yeah. Um, 
it's, <laughs> it's like a thing learning on the job is much more important than what you can learn out of a textbook. Um, and so that's kind of how I've, the approach I've been taking to, you know, trying to keep current and keep up with everything that's happening in the world uh, from a marketing perspective is, you know, being a part of the insights and being a part of the trends rather than just reading about them. When, when you when you say that, when you put it that way in that, you know, I, it kind of brings me back to when, you know, I look at other entrepreneurs or, you know, kind of catch a post or here and there on social media and a lot of times and the, the big ones, you know, sometimes like, you know, like a uh, Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos or, you know, the guys on Shark Tank. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them, you know, they're telling you to jump out on faith like you did. And they're telling you to to do these things. And, you know, as an individual, you naturally have a fear of the unknown. Right. Because you yeah. want to control every aspect of the direction that you go. And it's kind of like you consider all the other paths that in other individuals have taken who aren't entrepreneurs just to, to give you perspective on what a entrepreneur lifestyle is, right. Or life is like, and you truly don't know until you get out there and jump in that race for your own. self and see where it takes you. Um, Mm -hmm. and when you say learning on the job, I kind of, I kind of, uh, I kind of feel you on that one because um, currently uh, I've started my own uh, freight company. I went to school for logistics um, and it turned out to be, I mean, something I didn't think I was going to be interested in when I first, you know, picked up the degree, but turned or picked up the major. But as time went on and started understanding it, I started to feel like, you know, that entrepreneur bug that's always been in my own, you know, being, been in myself, (laughs) keep biting me and, you know, just like, this is what you gotta do, you know. <laughs> it's kind of yeah. like just keep, yeah. you know. And when you say, you know, learning on the job, right? Learning as you go. And most of the, the greatest entrepreneurs say they didn't know what they did. You know, they didn't know what was going to happen. They just kind of learned as they went and figured it out because nobody else can tell you how to do what you're trying to do. Yes. Nobody knows what you're actually looking for, and. As a CEO, you know, leading the charge, you know, for Timu. Mm-hmm. Oh, I said that. Okay. Oh man, I'm 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 gonna <laughs> look. I'm gonna get this right. And in leading the charge, you know, it's kind of like it's your vision, right? It's your vision, and it's your it's your your decision making that's gonna take your company to where it needs to go, and nobody else's is going to be the one who kind of like, if something goes wrong, they don't look anybody, they don't look at left or right. They look at the person at the front. And because yep. you're the leader, right, you're leading at the same time, you're working with your team, trying to get it to the way where you think it should go. I, I, I you know, I, I kind of consider entrepreneurs true athletes because, mm-hmm. you know, true athletes because, you know, just like any athlete in a sport where they must train and, and educate themselves, but at the same time do the work. I, I mean, that kind of, that goes hand in hand. You got, you know, competition left and right, and you must keep pushing no matter what. The, you know, the naysayers that go against you, you must keep pushing no matter what. And yeah. for you in the, in the industry that you're in where 
you know, everybody, everybody, and you know, everybody and their mama kind of trying to jump in and be like, I'm this, I'm that. But you two actually know what is needed to to push forward, to move forward, but also continue to educate yourself to be better and also understand that, you know, I'm, I'm going to learn this on the fly if I have to. But at the end of the day, as long as I know myself and put the, the work in, it's going to turn out the way I, I, I believe it will turn out to be. Exactly, exactly. Uh, that, that analogy you used right there for like an athlete, uh, I think that's, the be- that's definitely one of the best ways to say it. It's like, you know, you practice, you hit practice, you know, you work on your fundamentals and everything like that, but everything's different on game day, you know, getting out there on the, getting out there on the field or the court and actually, you know, putting up the blood, sweat and tears to try to, you know, seek that end result that you want. Um, you know, like I said, game speed's a little different than practice speed. So do you consider this as a, as a passion or is it kind of like this is what I this is this is not only what I'm I'm good at, but it's this also can open doors for me to even work on my passion at the same time. So like this is you know this is my this is my career this is my business that I believe in because I know how to do it. Now at the same time I know I'm really good at it and I can be the best at it. At the same time I have other passions that you know. I put in the work now for the business that I believe that I can do and create. And later down the line, those passions that I have as well will be able to see the light of day because I actually have the, the, the funding to let those become something, you know? So is this like a passion that you've had? Yeah. So, um, so with Timu, uh, one of the things that I tried to kind of, um, really intertwine it with was the idea that I, I love and I, I'm super fascinated with um, new companies and startups. Mm-hmm. Like I love, I love that whole space and the whole realm where, you know, like there was a, there was a time before Uber. Like, like, like we can remember what that was like. <laughs> Big taxi, know? man. Yeah. Like there was a time before Airbnb, you know, well, there was, there was a world before, you know, the Facebooks, the Twitters, if, if you're more on the tech side, there's a, there's a time before Salesforce, so, you know. Um, I love like Salesforce. <laughs> not going to lie to you. I, I, I love you know, it. Salesforce, Salesforce is the one, you know, no plug. I'm not plugging nothing. But, you know, <laughs> it's, uh, um, but like we think, uh, we're like, we readily forget the fact that, you know, there was times where doing or getting the things that we needed or doing the things that we wanted to do, either on a computer, in our day-to-day lives, or, you know, something that we want to do special, like, as a special service. Um, there was a time where, like, these things either didn't exist, or they were just super hard to come by. And that's kind of been, like, a fascination of mine, where it's like, I don't, I don't want to, like, you know, optimist, realistically and optimistically, you know, I'd love to, you know, execute a you know, marketing position, goal setting, and, uh, you know, playing to playing the execution strategy for, you know, the next Facebook, the next Uber, or next, you know, type of type of uh, startup like that. But there's also these smaller startups where people are, you know, it's one or two, one or two people, a, dev, a tech dev, and a guy with a dream. And they just like, I really believe in this thing. I really believe that, you know, I'm going to better the world with whatever it is I'm making or putting out there in the in the atmosphere 
and I just don't, I just need help trying to get it done. And, you know, they're sick and tired of, you know, trying to be, you know, the every man for their company. Like they're trying to wearing way too many hats and everything like that. And they're just frustrated. And I want to help those people. Uh, you know, I want to be able to help them put together like the appropriate kind of marketing plan and execute on those types of actions um, for them so they can get funded, so they can, you know, get their companies bought out or just continue to see their companies grow into this, you know, whatever it is they, they see fit for their companies. Like that type of work and that type of passion of mine has been kind of what drove me to start this in the first place. And that's kind of where I see myself now is just kind of fulfilling that passion. Do you believe that you must go like in order to do entrepreneurship the right way, you must dive into a passion? I don't think there's a right way to do to be an entrepreneur. Like a lot of people, a lot of people are accidental CEOs. You know, and <laughs> and I, like for real, like that's kind of it's kind of it's kind of how life happens. Like one day you're, you know, doing your nine to five kind of thing, and for whatever happens, circumstance you might you get fired. Uh, I tell you, you've got till end of week or end of the month to clean out your desk, and you know we're just, we're just parting ways with you, and so kind of get to that crossroad in life was like, well, you have this, you know, culmination of skills that you've been learning for X, Y, Z number of years. And it's just like, well, why not give it a shot and do something else or do something different? Or you have the people who um, kind of just find themselves helping another individual and they just, you know, happen to really enjoy the thing that they're doing with this individual and say, all right, let's do it. You know, and they just keep, and now, and now you know, we've got to, a two-person partnership who just happens to be now like new CEOs. So I feel like there's no one direct journey to becoming an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's it's all personable. I, I, when you, when you when you put it that way, the the pandemic for for many individuals was it was the the exact thing or the spark they needed to create the thing that they probably wanted to create all along or to try something different. Um, I mean, there was, there's a lot of people who definitely did succeed and there's a lot of people who didn't get the outcome that they believed they, that they would get. What characteristics or what traits do you believe that every entrepreneur should have uh, at least at the start, you know, that's going to help carry them to, the next level yeah i would definitely say there's 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 two big ones uh that you have to have uh, first one's patience um that one's kind of that one's kind of a given in life at this point you you need to be patient not only with yourself but with other people uh patient with your product patient with you know patient with the idea that what you want to do might not happen in the time that you want it to happen. But if you know, you continue to be persistent and this is a roll it right into the second trait that you must have, uh, continue to be persistent and the second trait diligent. Um, I think those are the two things that will get you to where you need to be, uh, as an entrepreneur. Hmm. Oh, wow. So where do you see where do you see Timu where do you see it at 
in five or ten years? What is what is your your goals for it? Because I don't I don't I don't consider expectations anymore when it comes to uh, entrepreneurs because many of these many entrepreneurs I've, I've spoken with like you know expectations have always been kind of like the thing that could stop them right where they set expectations for themselves and it kind of like it's kind of like a the 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 dark cloud over the head it's like oh I put these expectations on myself but a lot of them kind of like I don't have any expectations on myself I just put in the work and and you know when it comes out the way it comes out I I'm happy with the result and if it can be better then I try to be better or if I get to this point you know in three or four years I'm happy that I got to this point three or four years now let's try to be better than those last three years it's not an expectation they put on them but it's kind of like I'm just I'm going for a goal like yeah for yourself like where do you where do you see Timu at that and at that point uh I think first and foremost um from a a goal or a vision for where I see the company uh kind of ties hand in hand with my personal life mm-hmm. uh I think for me being a part of my spending time uh is kind of like the most important thing that I want to be able to give to my like you know, you know my, my future wife and my future kids and you know my my family like that's what I want to be able to give them is time um because I mean, because if there's one thing I've learned in this world is that you, you can make money doing anything, and so if if needing to make money becomes a priority, then needing to make money will be the thing that I I do. But with this company, I want to be able to you know go out there, give it all for for these startups and these small companies, uh, translate that into uh, being able to have a kind of fully functioning engine kind of machine that almost will run itself without me. Um, whether that, whether that looks like hiring additional employees, uh, ideally I'd like, ideally I'd like to in five years, you know, be in charge of and leading, you know, a good or of a good like 10 to 15 people where everyone has their own tasks, responsibilities and delegations. Um, but then I can continue to provide that kind of dedicated expertise to more kind of white glove clients and things like that. Is, what, is there any book that you're currently reading that kind of helps you along your journey? Um, I'm currently reading a book called um, Who, Not How. And it's, a, it's an amazing book where it's kind of like, you know, in order to get to where you want to get to, sometimes it, you, you, it's not a how that you, that you need. It's kind of like a who that you need, like who can help you get to your next destination. For, for yourself, like, is there any book that you're currently reading that's kind of like, okay, this is what I can apply to, to my business. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've been reading a book. Um, it's called traction by, uh, Gina Wickman. Uh, I've had a number of mentors and other people in this similar ecosystem and space that I'm in, uh, identify as this a book to read for newer entrepreneurs and newer leaders in both companies and in life where, um, really kind of helps you get into control, kind of getting control of your business uh, through this kind of like entrepreneurial operating system. Uh, the book calls it things like that. But uh, it's kind of like lays the groundwork for how you can really like take the reins on your business and kind of uh, steer it in the direction that you want to go. 
So is there anything else that you'd like to say? Uh, I mean, first and foremost, yeah, I appreciate you having me on here. Uh, it's it's been it's been a while since I got to hear from you, and it's uh, I really appreciate being able to, you know, catch up and really share the kind of successes we've been seeing, and kind of just chop it up with each other and kind of, you know, kind of re- reconnect and, you know, hear the. It's for me. I love I love being able to hear and see that uh, you know, the people out people I knew are out doing great things in life, and so first up, so first up, of course, big up to yourself. Oh man, I I appreciate that man. I I definitely do, bro. Cause oh my gosh, it's it's a lot of trial and error out here. Hey, <laughs> that's like I said, man. That's the quickest way to learn something: try and fail, and then uh, you know you get better at it the next time around. Gotcha. But, um. But yeah, I I would say that um, I guess like it's just like parting words and stuff like that. Um, you know specifically what I do at Timu Marketing is uh, I work on help my clients develop uh, dedicated customer acquisition strategies. So essentially we teach them how to get more customers into the doors and close more sales um, and then subsequently do that over and over again for repeat business and we take care of any of their marketing needs from content marketing to email marketing. Um, inbound and outbound CRM and things like that. So uh, if you're a small business or if you're a, um, a startup looking looking for someone who can help you with your marketing or if you're overwhelmed by too many things to do on your marketing list or frustrated that you're always behind on marketing trends or you know, you're just tired of spending 18 hours on webinars and trainings <laughs> trying to figure out what to do next, um, yeah, feel free to shoot me an email or give me a call or just message me online. Uh, I'm happy to, you know, have a non-sales call with you and kind of just understand what you're going through. All right, all right, all right. I'm definitely going to put that inside of the the social media blast as well as on uh, LinkedIn. I guess, you know, LinkedIn and social media as well. Um, and so at the same time, we'll be writing that inside of the description. Um, the website, the email all into the description of the podcast episode. Um, because at the end of the day, trust me, you, you're never going to find anybody who works harder than Lewis. And <laughs> who works harder, brings you more information. And it, again, dedication is by far something that just that's, that's in him. And so, you know, putting your, putting your business in his hands, and trust me, it definitely will grow. It definitely will grow. So um, any individual, any businesses out there, and, you know, you're looking to take your, your business to the next level, uh, definitely, definitely hit up Lewis and Timu Marketing Agency. Uh, again, they're based in Seattle, but they, I'm, I'm, they can help you all over. Um, and so, again, um, I definitely want to thank Lewis for coming on to the On My Way podcast, um, diving into his entrepreneurial journey, his journey to Seattle, um, his company, and, you know, those little gems and that we need, those big gems that we need um, in order for us to take our, our, take our, our business to the next level as well as to keep 
the, that, that, that fire in us going because everybody who is an entrepreneur out there who, who's just getting started and they have a passion, they have an idea that they believe in, there's going to be those bumps in the road. There's going to be those time periods where you just don't know. There's going to be, a, you know, the fear of the unknown. But if you if you keep moving, keep pushing, keep educating yourself and don't give up or and don't give in to the naysayers or, you know, sometimes the, the little thoughts in the back of your head that says, hey, you could do something else. Um, if you don't give in to those things, um, you're literally probably three feet from gold. And all you have to do is keep going. And I will say, if you are one of those people who like um, do feel like giving up or you feel like, you know, got nobody in your corner, things like that. Uh, um, like he said, it's going to be in uh, email, like social media email blasts and stuff like that. But uh, just just reach out. Um, I'm, we ain't even got to talk. We ain't even got to talk business. We can talk life. Because uh, I'm, I, I, I mean, I, I'll speak for people who have been in places where, you know, they didn't know which way was up or they didn't know where, where the lights were going, you know, where that light at the end of the tunnel really was or, you know, things like that. And, I definitely am an advocate and a cheerleader and a a pillar for those kinds of people if they just need somebody to talk to. So for if you just need someone to talk to, just let me know. We can hop on the phone. We can hop on email. I do Zooms. It's all good. All right. And again, you're listening to the On My Way podcast. Subscribe to us. Check us out. We are on every single platform when it comes to podcasts. Apple, Spotify, Google. Uh, there's a few others that's on there that we are t- all like we're everywhere. Um, subscribe, follow. Um, trust me, you're gonna learn something on each episode. You're gonna be inspired by something on each episode. And uh, yeah, we out.